is back, ladies and gentlemen. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. Lights out and away we go. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another week of Underground F1. Um, episode 14, I want to say, I think. Yeah, still don't know sure. our episode numbers. I love it. No, I do. I, <laughs> I just didn't look before this week. I always look, but I did not look. Hold on. Kyle always conveniently... Yeah, 14. Last week was 13. Um... Oh my god, last week was 13 and we talked about the Monaco curse. We didn't even put out together. <laughs> oh, wow, that worked out pretty well then. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the Monaco curse was there, so um, we'll get into that. But as always, I'm Casey. That is Owen. Um, we're going to go... There's not much weekly news. There was one thing that came out today we'll talk about. Um, but other than that, we're going to review Monaco. Probably the best Monaco Grand Prix. It was a great weekend all around. I really liked it, yeah. Yeah, and then um, some. We'll go through our uh, predictions for this weekend in Spain. So, um, but as always, to get started, we will do our meme of the week. Let me meme remove the, the. I'll do yours first. Get the screen chance. So yeah, so my meme zoom in doesn't hold on. Gosh. <laughs> People can look at my history for a bit if they want. Uh, gosh. <laughs> Dropped my elbow off the chair. That hurt. All right. So, my oh, there you go. week comes from the race itself. Um, we're not going back to Formula Dank. Something about this this moment right here is just really funny to me. Because it's this is obviously lap 11, super early into the race. You got Carlos Sainz chasing Esteban Alcon, go, coming out of the tunnel and going into, into the chicane. And mm-hmm. Sainz gets on the radio, and he's like, Let's push him to use his tires. Like, let's race him really hard. He's got to, you know, make a mistake or do something wrong, kind of mess up his tires or just not have the chance to take care of his tire health and everything. And the first thing he does after that is immediately just runs right into the back of Espino Ocon. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like bumper cars. <laughs> it's something – it was so funny to me because it was like, hey, guys, let's push him to use his tire, have this really, really good strategy. And then it's just like, nope, let's just – fucking ram right into him <laughs> and he breaks he actually breaks this wing right here that you can see in the camera yeah. view and it is just so funny so i don't know if this will let me play the video for you guys oh, yeah it's fine it's it's like i don't think i saw that angle that's they good both angle. they both like cut through the chicane like chasing that look hops on the radio just like uh-huh. let's push him to use his tires and then boom Right into it. It's like, <laughs> like, what are you doing, Carlos? <laughs> it's like, all right, minuscule damage, whatever. But, like, just so funny to me that he's like, guys, let's push him, and then I'm just going to run right into him. Like, something just so something so funny about it. I was like, that makes sense. That makes sense for Ferrari. Like, and you can see for it right Carlos. there with, yeah. with his, uh, his front wing is damaged. It's like. And then they never right. fixed it. They never fixed his front wing. No. I thought they were going to call him in and fix it, but. I mean, I think so, it definitely ruined his race. He was a little slower after that moment, but it was it was so funny to me. Just something about him saying that and then running right into Esteban Ocon was hilarious to me. So <laughs> that is my my meme of the week. Okay, let me get rid of this tab now. 
pretty sure mine. Okay, so mine has to do with, um, wait, I have to pull up the page. Okay, so obviously we all know how loved Charlotte Claire is in Monaco. The two people behind are the prince and princess. And that's what they look like on the um, podium while the national anthems were playing and they were getting the award. So obviously now I know. But someone put this with Luigi and I don't know what his name is. Pit stop. Guido. Guido, says thank it, you. Says it um, right there. Oh, it does. <laughs> Luigi and Guido. Um, and when they say they only fo- fo- follows Ferrari. So I just thought it was fun. There's no sound, but because <laughs> they literally look like they're so annoyed <laughs> that the one person they want on the podium is not there. So that. <laughs> Luigi only follows Ferraris. Yes. I it's mean, a very good, very good scene. It's a very good scene. From a very good I mean, it makes there. perfect sense because literally, they looked so annoyed. I mean, I had there was another one too. I thought you were gonna do it. Did you see the clip? I think it was from a practice or quali. It was like they. It was a camera shot, but they still had the track up in the corner on the screen. And you know the shape of the Monaco track, right? Okay, can you yeah. picture it? Yeah. It was in front of, like, there was a guy standing in the corner of the track, of the screen, and the track, all you saw was his waist up, and the track was in that exact position. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's I'm surprised you didn't see that. that one. That's got to be yeah, on the so- somewhere. <laughs> I, I didn't even look at the thread this week because I was just like, as soon as that crash happened, the signs, I was like, there's my meme of the week. You can also but, use meme gonna... of the week when uh, they kept calling Carlos in to box, and then they just kept messing. <laughs> they kept messing the undercut or, like, to fake out Espan Ocon. It wasn't working. But, yeah, I thought. Oh, yeah. Let I'm surprised. If... When I saw that one, I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. Oh, you know what? I saw another one. I won't. I won't describe it. I won't do the share screen or anything. I'll just describe mm. it. It's more of a text thing, but it deals with Max Verstappen pushing his tires more than he should in terms of tire age. And oh yeah. It says tires degrading? Question mark. Just say no. Your tires cannot legally <laughs> degrade without your consent. <laughs> it's a picture of Max Verstappen just holding his hand up like this, like yeah. stop. <laughs> No, because he pretty, pushes those damn tires to the limits, man. It's pretty, if it's it pretty didn't good. rain, I I think if it didn't rain, he could have gone to the end without changing the tires. But we'll I get into more of um of the race recap. There's a lot to recap from the race. There's a lot of specific moments. Um a lot of, stuff, yes. a lot of stuff happened. Weekly news, weekly news. This so this literally just came out not that long ago. Um McLaren has a new hire. No, not a new sponsor. New hire. <laughs> oh, Starting in um, 2024. Um, they are getting Rob Marshall from Red Bull. He's been with Red Bull um, for the past 17 years. And he'll start at the um, he'll start with McLaren in 2024. Um, so, yes, this is... He's going to be joining the team as the McLaren's team technical director, engineering, and design at the start of 2024. So he's coming in with a pretty decent, 
I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Pretty decent knowledge. Job title, yeah, knowledge. Yeah. But it says, I mean, he's been with Red Bull for um, past 17 years. He most recently he was the team's uh, chief engineering officer, a role he was promoted to in 2016. Um, but yeah, obviously that's a pretty decent move for McLaren. Um, hopefully it helps them. Um, yeah, that is good for them. I'm I'm reading the the F1.com article now. Um, I was reading Mark's article. Yeah, it's with over 25 years of working in motorsport, Rob comes to us with a wealth of expertise and experience elevated by his tenure and track record at Red Bull Racing. And it says the huge thing, I mean, this is obviously why they got him, but it says Marshall was part of the team that created Red Bull's mighty RB19. So mm-hmm. anybody who has a working knowledge of how this Red Bull car was developed this year, I it would be a huge aid to other teams because, I mean, if anybody has, you know, a similar budget to Red Bull, they, you, you know, in theory, then would be able to create a very similar car. Which, I mean, yeah, look at Aston Martin. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's perfect. That's a perfect example. Um, but that's literally that's. I mean, that could be huge for McLaren. I mean, if he comes in, oh, it could be huge. Develop a new car, kind of based off the RB19, then you would really get the conversation of how good is Lando Norris, how good is Oscar Piastri, because once they finally have that car under them, then it's kind of up to them of, all right, get back on the points, you know, get back yeah. up there. And I, that's, that's cool. It's that, that is, that's exciting news. Yeah. I, I mean, you've already see. seen, you've already seen hints of what Oscar Piastri couldn't do in an F1 car. I mean, yeah. that the start from the last race where he was all the way back and literally just drove right up the middle. So people are like, put him in the Red Bull. He'll be driving like Max Verstappen on starts. Yeah. Like, he seems, yeah. I mean, I, we know what Lando Norris can, can do with the McLaren, but it's the past two McLarens haven't been the greatest. So <laughs> not been good for him. No. I saw. Also, we're gonna go into it, but I saw before I forget. I think the tweet I saw said this was McLaren's first double points in Monaco since like 2006 or something. <laughs> oh, wow! Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> I mean, they were. McLaren. They were ninth and tenth, so they literally got what two, one, two and one points. point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yes, also that is points. Yeah, it, it's points. Um, also, I did see that the drama between Ferrari and how they're trying to poach the two engineers from Red Bull. We talked about it a few weeks ago. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Kind of. So apparently, Red Bull. I can't find the exact tweet. I have another one pulled up. Apparently, Red Bull is like not going to let the guys start their gardening leave or whatever. We discussed that. So Red yes. Bull or Ferrari's like, I'm not, we're not giving Laurent McKees up if we're not getting so-and-so <laughs> like, you're not going to take Laurent McKees for Alpha Tauri and not give us who we want. So that's what, yeah. I was like, you go Ferrari. Don't let anyone step over you. Step, um, up. step up Ferrari. Do but this, so this tweet came out yesterday, so it said the two former Red Bull engineers that were set to join Ferrari have ended their gardening leave today and will begin work shortly. So I think it has worked out, but before I think they weren't going to be letting them no. leave fully. Um, it says the two are not considered first rate, but their reinforcement is thought invaluable for the 2024 car. Um, one of the engineers is American University professor David George, an aerodynamist engineer who has worked in NASCAR, Indy, and Formula One. Um, and then the second one remains unnamed, but is said to be a former Red Bull aerodynamics engineer. I mean, I saw reports today. Apparently, the 2024 car is already in the wind tunnel for Ferrari. 
Mm. Um, and like already showing crazy differences. So we'll see. Can't get my hopes up. You just gave me a history with Owen idea. On what? On how cars are developed and how early in the process, like how early in the year are the cars being They start, yeah. You know, is it like literally like first race, you know, they do one, they have like a team for the current car and then they have a team for next year's car and they're already working on it and everything, but that's an idea. Look out for that. That's a good one. Episode. Um, well, we have no race to talk about next week, so. Oh, look at that. Perfect. I think so. Uh, yeah. And then because that'll be perfect for next week because next weekend we're all both so busy, so we won't have time to. It works out the next weekend we're both so busy. There's no race. So. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yeah, we could do that next week. We could talk about Spain, however crazy that's going to be, and then history with Owen, and history maybe something else. Yeah. Um, cool. We'll figure something else out. Look at that, everybody. Good There's show. your next week's episode. Plan. Yeah. Um, and then also, as I was waiting for you to be invited, I hate how I always think of weekly news as I'm speaking about weekly news. Did you see the Aston Martin's new f- facility opened up today? Are they like officially released pictures no. on Instagram? It's beautiful. It's really oh. nice. I mean, Lawrence Stroll knows what he's doing. Lawrence Stroll's been a busy man. Aston Martin, his wife, his daughter got married. New facility. Oh, I went to Aston Martin's main page, not their Formula One page. Um, Aston Martin F1. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, New chapter begins. Here it is. Moving day. Do you want me to share a screen? <laughs> I'll have to. No, no, it's all right. I'll I'll read this afterwards and everything. But the pictures are nice, at least. Yeah. Yeah, this looks nice from like the f- few pictures I'm seeing right now. This looks this looks nice. Yeah, no, it looks good. Um, sorry, I'm adding one other thing. Not for weekly news. What's she typing? Oh. You can see. I just saw you click. I know. Um, I was looking. <laughs> okay. I don't think there's anything else weekly news-wise. Me... No, it was kind of a slow news week in terms of, obviously, most of the stuff was centered around Monaco and whatnot. So yeah, I would say, uh... between Monaco, no race last week. Um... Yeah, okay. Well... Go on to Monaco since we started. Segway on over into Monaco. Because there's a lot to talk about. Um, there's something else I just. Let's go here first. Because that's new. Um, okay, so obviously Monaco's come and gone. I'll explain. <laughs> okay. All right, interesting. Go ahead. Go ahead. For anyone that's ever wondering, we have a Google Doc up and open so you can see what I'm typing as I'm typing. Yes. Um, so, so, yeah, obviously. Monaco's come and gone. Um, qualifying, as always, was I thought was going to be more exciting than the race, but the race did have some the race had good, good highlights. Yeah, the race had very good moments. Um, but yeah, obviously qualifying, it was Max pole position. I mean, that last lap, the third sector specifically, I don't know where he came I from. Have, um, I, I have, have that video pulled up. Do you want me to pull oh, up that video? The one that I was going to... the. So, yeah, so this video was 
really, really um. cool. It was posted on a Twitter account called Formula Addict. Um, that's at oh, Formula Addict, but it's just like the ending A of Formula is the beginning A of Addict. So it's just one A. It's not two. Um, and what Casey's pulling up is this like really nice video, this like 3D overlay of Max and Alonzo's qualifying laps. And you can see truly how close they are. Um, and if it starts, starts ah! here, there you go. Could you hear the sound? <laughs> no, I didn't hear a thing. Oh, okay. There you go. But it does, you see, like, it does this really good job They're of, like... so on top of it. I mean, yeah. Fernando did have him for a while. It's that third sector that well, he that's literally where, came... That's what I was watching. I was like, wow, by all means, in this lap, Fernando should be beating Max. Like, uh -huh. he absolutely should be beating him. I mean, he's... Yeah, he's got, like, a car and a half length on him at some points. Like, it's a great, it's a great overlay of this. And I'm really looking forward to using this for other... Yeah, other I've seen this video everything. before for other things. I think this season it's been mostly these two. Right. Um, but, like, I feel like I remember seeing it last year with, like, Leclerc and Max during qualifying, especially, and stuff. But it's just third sector. Because he literally is going to come out of nowhere. Yeah, you'll see him just, like pop up out of nowhere like yeah i swear i was like oh my god we're gonna get fernando is in pole position and oh i thought that was it for a second yeah i mean this it's is hard great... i need a little map in the corner it's hard to there see once yeah there he goes it's literally on a turn like bye <laughs> yeah i so yeah if and there's tons of these videos on here too there's like tons of stuff there's most successful nations in formula one there's you know, early battle for second place. There's a uh, overlay for the Azerbaijan Grand Prix with Leclerc and Verstappen. Um, cool, really cool account. Um, like I said, Formula Addict. Um, and again, that's yeah. only one A in the middle. Um, so the ending A of Formula and the beginning A of Addict are the same. Together. Um, yeah. Um, super cool account. Shout out to them for making that making that video it's just, it's such a cool way because obviously you look at the numbers and you're looking yeah. and you're like wow max found three tenths of a second in you know the final set like final sector to overcome fernando but then when you look at it like this you're like wow that's so it's like he beat him by like half car you know and it's just like it's a cool thing to to really visualize um and i think because by the time max was doing that lap fernando was done so like or he would just finish. So I was like, you thought you were getting Fernando, and then you're seeing his sector times, and I was like, yeah. Max isn't going to do it. And then all of a sudden, he pulls that purple out. <laughs> pulls it out of his ass, yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, <laughs> those really tires. Just, like, it goes to show, like, I'm going to pull this directly from your note here. Like, it was, that's a master class. Like, a master of, class. Like, him, like, driving. I don't know if we can, I don't know if there was a radio message, like, during qualifying or, or... I'm sure there was it was being communicated to him like what Fernando's times were, um, but I'm sure there was a radio message somewhere that's like, "Hey, you gotta find like three tenths of a second yeah. somewhere." And Max and was, he did. Max was pretty much just like, "Okay, like let me go, let mm -hmm. me take this one turn and then do this other turn, and here I found it." Like, and it's like, "All right, yeah, no. shit," you know. It was watch. It, I mean, qualifying. You, I was, I was at home and like mom went out. I literally was like, "Oh my god." I literally couldn't sit still because you had Yuki all the way up. Yeah. <laughs> you had Ocon in P1, and then Leclerc was in P1 for literally 
five seconds, but those five seconds were so glorious. And then, they were glorious. <laughs> Casey was in pure bliss. When, yeah, I was. I literally was sitting there like this. I was literally like, oh! I literally started freaking out. And then, I mean, you heard the crowd as soon as he got pole position for oh that God, yeah. few seconds. Um, I'd be disappointed if you didn't hear the crowd. Oh, yeah, I know. And then Fernando, he comes by, and then Max comes in. I was like, jeez, that was literally just like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, it, yeah, the, the qualifying session was a lot of fun to watch. The race was a lot of fun to watch. It was, it was, yeah. it was very good. Um, I mean, uh, with qualifying, too, when you saw Perez out in, what did I text you, Q1? Because he got 20th, right? Yes, yeah, he was out yeah. in Q1, you said. He, he just did crashed. He spin? I can't remember. Did he spin or did he, he... did? He didn't have a lot of damage, I don't think. But then you saw the report of all the stuff they changed in his car the next day. So I think the yeah. gearbox was destroyed. But, yeah, he's he crashed and then was obviously out. But that's when you're like, back to that time when I was didn't watch qualifying and Max got out in like Q1 or Q2, you're like, everyone was probably like, Perez is oh, out, yeah. Perez is out. <laughs> Everybody go, like, go, everyone go, go, go. I mean, yeah, um, that's the same, because it's the same thing with all the Red Bulls now, or both Red Bulls now. It's they're so dominant that, yeah, everybody's going to jump on that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And for, you know, I mean, Perez finished 17th, 16th, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Um, he didn't have, I mean, Max slapped him twice. Yeah, that's that's not a good look. Perez did not have a good, for being last year's winner, Perez did not have a good race. No, but. I mean, I mean, not to bring up F1 driver gossip, I saw a tweet. It was like a meme. Someone was like, that was for um, Prez's wife last year because there was rumors he, like, cheated on her after, yeah, at yeah. an after party. <laughs> like, that was for Prez's wife. <laughs> oh, like, people, you're ruthless. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no. And then, obviously, Leclerc was in P3. Alcon was P4. And then the penalty came out. It was so long trying to wait for that damn penalty decision. Yeah. They took so long. They did take a while. I can't remember. What was it for? So he was impeding on Leclerc. He's Leclerc. He was impeding on Lando Norris. So there's a video of him in the tunnel. And he, like, stops and doesn't get over far enough. But I will read you. Um, This is a quote from Lando on Leclerc. Um, Well, Lando got a lot of hate all over social media for... The way he reacted. I mean, Lando Norris gets hate for literally breathing the air sometimes, I think. But yeah. I don't know why. But he literally was getting destroyed. Um, well, he also tweeted the gif of that meme with Max and Charles. When Charles says it was just an incident when they were, like, younger. Because they crashed into each other during a karting race. Oh, yeah. you ever seen... Yeah, so that's what... It was just an incident. Incident, yeah. So that's what... Lando tweeted that gif with the line at the bottom of a young Leclerc saying, it's just an incident. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, Leclerc weeks a few minutes later tweeted out, like, that little boy crying when he's, like, so happy. And he's like, I'm fine. (laughs) That's what Leclerc tweeted once the decision came out. But this was a quote from Lando on Leclerc. It says, when you listen to the team radio, they're just telling him about Verstappen's lap and giving him live updates rather than concentrating on who's behind him, which I don't really understand, but it is what it is. And then if you go to the FIA's decision... Um, I'm going to read it all. Both drivers agree that there was little that there was little that Leclerc could have safely done in the tunnel to avoid impeding Norris, given the difficulty in vision due to the light entering and in the tunnel and the changes 
change of lines from one side of the tunnel to the other. In fact, the stewards observed that Leclerc reacted in a sensible way to a blue flag displayed by the marshals, but at this point it was too late. Um, the stewards reviewed team radio, and the Claire's team failed to give him any warning about Norris approaching until Norris was already directly behind him. Further, the discussion during the preceding portion of the track was entirely about competing drivers, not the traffic behind, which was a critical task at this track. So it came out saying, wasn't Leclerc's fault. It was his damn... It was Ferrari again. Damn team engineer's fault. Yes. Yeah. Literally his fault. People were like, you spent the money on peeling... Carlos signs penalty point a week later. Spend the money and appeal this decision because it's literally not Leclerc's fault. Yeah, but it is, was in the team radios. Yeah, that's that's stupid. I mean, that is yeah. So <laughs> I've never seen. I saw a video of him come out of the like the meeting when he got the penalty. I've never seen that kid look so upset and pissed. I mean that sucks. Though, if it's like, if it's like the penalty's handed to you, and then at a later time, but it's your team's like, fault. They're like, oh hey, sorry, yeah, like, like you did everything you could, like not your fault. And then it turns out that they're like, but your team should have told you, but they were too busy telling you about other drivers when they weren't concerned with safety. Or I, sh- I shouldn't say weren't concerned, but like at the time weren't focused on who's mm-hmm. coming up behind you. When it's like. Why does that happen, though? As a race engineer, how do you allow that to happen? You know, how is it like, all right, I'm going to, like, you need to know who's doing their flying laps and everything during qualifying so that way you can relay that information to the drivers. I mean, this is the same thing of a couple races ago. Baku with the GPS, all the buildings, the signal was not good. No one else was complaining about GPS problems. They literally were just not telling him Landon Arms was flying up behind him. That's so stupid, and that sucks for yeah. the player. I mean, he literally, and he, I mean, after you watched the race, he would have been P three. He would have been P three. That is that too is like literally that's two years in a row now that Ferrari mm-hmm. engineers or strat- strategists have kind of botched this for Leclerc. Like that is people are saying he needs his name's Zavi. Yeah, Zavi. Um, yeah. People are saying he needs to go next. After, because he's like the reason last year the strategy effed up. I mean, Mattia Bonanno was also, I think, part uh, big decision with that. But yeah, then Zavi this year. I mean, he, there was literally people who were making fun of his team radio during a practice because if you listen to it, they're just giving him literally the gaps of and like all these times people were like they just expected Leclerc to do math while he was driving. Yeah, why car. does that? <laughs> why does that matter to him? Why does he need like, to know the 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 timings between? Lando Norris like, and Yuki Sonoda, you know, like like give it to him when he asks, and you know he's gonna ask because he's always asking what the gap is to Max because that's where yeah. he should be up there with Max. But yeah, that's what people are like. Why he? Yeah, I've. I'm sorry if I was, I'm if I'm like running a marathon, I don't care about the gap between no the two people in first and second, all the way ahead of me. I care about the gap of the person right in front of me. That's just like, hey, you got mm-hmm. two seconds. You need to pick up to pass this person. You know, marathon's a pretty shitty example of that. But like, still, like, I don't care. And I know, like, you're saying, Leclerc doesn't care either. Leclerc doesn't care what the gap is for, you know, Logan Sargent all the way back in P18. Yes. You know, like he cares about Max and Fernando up front because he right. knows he should be up there with them. 
Right. And yeah. the team should be communicating to him, hey, look out. Lando Norris is doing a flying lap right behind you. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to move over. You need to move over so you don't impede him, so you don't get that penalty. Like, Because, you know, Leclerc's a smart driver. He would have gotten over. And let he would have gotten over. Yeah, he would have gotten over Nars immediately. through. Yeah. yeah, no, that's people. I mean, I've his race engineer. Whenever he asks him a question through the radio, it's like he's playing Jeopardy but reverse. He says the question and then will say question, like to end the radio message. So I'll be like, "What's your favorite color?" Question. Why do you say it? Like that? Wait, that's wait. Is that that's how saying it like that. Yes, he'll, like, ask LeClaire a question on the team radio and then say question when he's ending the sentence. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what's your favorite color? Question. I mean, I, I don't know. The, I get the, I'm pretty like, sure he knows you're asking a question if when you're, yeah. the way you're saying. <laughs> I, that's, that's like, all right, yeah, you're trying to end it with, like, clear communication of, like, this is a question that I'm asking you. But, yeah, like, also, what communication are you using that you're not sure is going to be like a question or not like a question <laughs> most, of the, most of the times like what you're asking your driver is like hey how do the tires feel how does the car feel you know yeah are you struggling a bit like what's going on like give me if you're not making a question you're giving them a, like a full statement too you're like hey tell me about the car like tell me how the car feels tell me how the right tire feels like stuff like that like that's pretty that's pretty stupid yeah i mean that's, yeah he's definitely he doesn't learn things. Literally, I can tell you to not talk to Leclerc through the corners. Yeah. Through a turn, do not talk to Leclerc. He says it every time you talk to him through a corner. <laughs> my favorite my favorite thing with him and him and Zabi was the one race. I can't I might might have been Baku because we mentioned that the GPSs were all kind of fucked up, but like there's literally car drives past oh him. yeah he's like yes he's already gone past yeah he, like car drive past him i want to say it was george russell for some reason <laughs> yeah i think it he's, was george Leclerc, russell like sees him like drive past he's all good he got out of the way and then you hear like zavi or the radio and he's like oh by the way uh russell's coming up and claire's like yeah he just passed me like just passed. You, gotta be, you have to be earlier with that like come on that's when like, i saw a meme it was after qualifying and it was that picture of him from testing when he's sitting on like the pit wall and he's like staring out into a space and there's nothing going on up there at the moment. And someone's like, this is Leclerc thinking about how he has to be every single person on the team tomorrow and drive an F1 car. Yeah. He's <laughs> literally he fighting can't trust against... anyone on his side. <laughs> he's fighting against his own team right now. And it's not good. Like, not I know I'm not a race all. engineer, but I think I could handle the radio message pretty good. I know not to talk to him during the corners. <laughs> I, this is, this is going to be my, arrogance here how hard can it be i mean come on (laughs) qualifying is you're telling them hey car's coming up behind you hey here's the gaps yeah stuff like that you know you got all the information in front of you you got a Mm -hmm. whole ton of screens right in front of you just kidding i'm sure it's very very hard i'm sure it's extremely hard oh it's definitely very hard um i did see i think it was george russell say i want to say george or maybe alex albon that specifically like during Monaco because it's so small the track like there's just split qual do qualifying like F two and F three like they do two groups for the first session and That's that makes perfect sense for especially for Monaco like it's so much traffic for all twenty cars to be out there in yeah one I, mean, I don't hate that idea that would that would probably get you more realistic timings of times yeah everybody you know especially yeah if you I mean if you're doing 10 cars for each like two sessions you know 10 cars per session yeah. 
for qualifying, that would be that'd be cool. And I think you could do if you still wanted to keep your like Q1, Q2, Q3 kind of format, you could do like I don't know. Just do the top cars, five. Three cars get out. Or top five. Yeah, you could do three cars get out in the first one, three cars get out in the second one, and then there's your top four. And then Yeah, but you don't even need to split it up for all three sessions. It's, I think it's just that first session because Q2 has 10. How many cars are on track for Q2? Less than. There'd be. Oh. Uh, it's five. 15. Yeah. So, yeah, if you do, if you split it, yeah, 10 and 10, take two and three or three and three to be even, just go from there. But, yeah, I didn't think it was, that was a bad. I mean, the Leclerc no, I curse don't, I don't hate that hit. Idea at all. Um, Leclerc curse hit his brother during F2 qualifying. He crashed. Um, and then during the race, his brake failed. So it was like exactly. They're just following suit. I was like, the poor freaking Leclerc. It's like, what? Just, the prince loves him so much. They literally make Charles Leclerc stand by himself at the beginning of the national anthem. Like, the man was dressed, which I will give a props to this in a little bit. The man was dressed as a freaking Monaco flag. <laughs> what more can he do? <laughs> but yes, so obviously he got a three-place uh, grid penalty, so he started P6. And Akon moved up to um, P3. I did see someone asked Akon during, after qualifying, and they're like asking him about the penalty and stuff, like about that he'll probably be P3. And he's like, We don't wish bad luck on anyone. He's like, So I'm not going to celebrate until it happens. I was like, S1 Akon, I love you. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the right answer. Yeah, yeah that's the right that's answer. The, I, yeah, I agree with that. Um, but then, yeah, yeah, into the race next day. Um, New day. Podium was Max, Fernando, Espan. Exactly the same um, as qualifying. But I added this. I want to talk about this because this is the first year since, like, the 2000s or something that F1 produced the whole weekend. Mm. It wasn't – for the past few years, it's been run by whatever, the TV company or main news source or uh, production company in – Right. Monaco is. So that's why people always complain that, like, the camera angles suck. Or I'm sure you've seen that meme in the middle of the race, the Lance Stroll graphic thing comes up in the middle from last uh, year. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's I always think- been a mess. So this year they really upped their game. I mean, there was helicopter views. Um, the graphics were pretty good. There was a graphic that would measure the space between the wall and their tire if they were getting super close. Oh, Which I thought cool. was pretty cool. The best one that made me chuckle every time is when they were going through the tunnel and the radio was going off. The person's name with like the I sound waves came Alonso. up. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Which, like, listen, like, literally I get the, it. when it came up for Alonso, I was like, "What does that say?" <laughs> I get it. You're trying to make it cool, like you're trying to make it fun, but like we already have. You don't need any other graphic on the screen. For a radio when the radio pops up, <laughs> other than just the little the little box to the right, yeah, where it's like Fernando Alonso radio, and then it's like maybe gives you subtitles, maybe it doesn't. Right, who cares? You could put something so much cooler on that screen, and like mm-hmm. you could put like, and you're only seeing it for a couple seconds. So like, I understand why they like didn't do it, like, or that's what they did was just put the radio message on there. But there's got to be something else that you can put on there because I remember. <laughs> I remember seeing that too with him 
Fernando flying into the tunnel, it's and then they tunnel. show that, and I'm like, why the fuck was this radio message on the <laughs> wall? Like, I literally did a double take, and I ran to Twitter. Like, I p- picked up my phone so fast, and I literally was like, yeah, okay, that's what I saw. I was like, I was yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I mean, that's was, why. It was cool. It was, just, like I said, like, I'm all for, like, hey, like, throw a graphic up there. Like, I love mm-hmm. seeing, like, live, like, stats. Like during the race, that's why I love doing the multi viewer stuff when I can because you get all that c- cool information. But like, there's got to be something else you could put, you know, do like, yeah, or just don't put anything on that. Do like, wall. Di- yeah, do like gap to gap to person in front, or like, yeah, do like, you know, distance the person in front, like, put the sp- like, put a speedometer, put the- do something like that. That's yeah, cool. right, give the speed, yeah, not that's the cool because the tunnel is radio. Such- is- is the fastest part of the track. So it's like, mm-hmm. give, me, give me like, give me a live speed trap of when they enter the tunnel and when they hit a certain point, like, there you go. Perfect. Boom. That's what I need right yeah. there. Like, I don't need to see ginormous Fernando Alonso on the screen. Alonso. Like, <laughs> of him talking to his, his team. Like I already know he's talking to his team. I can hear him talking to his team. Like, yeah. Um, but I know because that's why we got extra like different camera angles this year. I guess they've never had access to the helmet cams this year. Did you see the video of Leclerc's helmet cam? Mm-mm. I mean, Monaco, I think ESPN F1 tweeted it out or put it out. Monaco is made for the helmet cam. It's sick. It's so cool looking. Oh, really? From the inside of his helmet for the, yeah. I think they, I don't know if they do the whole lap with him or just part of the lap, but it's, it's pretty cool to watch it um, oh. from that perspective. I did so I did see something. I don't know if it was the same thing, but you know how when you always watch the helmet cam, it's like super shaky. Mm-hmm. It's like everything is just like bumping up and down. You're like, this is chaotic. I can't see a thing. You're That's like, I now I know why Hamilton complained about porpoising last year. <laughs> right. So I saw this thing on Twitter. I can't remember who posted it. I should have liked it so I could reference it, but it was this thing, and it was like, we obviously know how bumpy the helmet cams are, but when if you really want to see like a driver's eye line, your mind will like correct, like correct itself as it's like bumping Ooh. along. So it's much more stable. And they like, they did some video editing to like stabilize the video of a helmet. Oh, cam. that's sick. You can see things so Everything? much more clearly. Yeah. Like I was watching it and I was like, wow, I can actually like see the track. I can see like uh-huh. what's coming up or anything or like, how they have like the yardages or like I guess like maybe meters actually like the signs for yeah, like yeah. the braking zones where it's like 150 100 and then 50 you could see you them. could actually see them and i was like this makes so much more sense like i was like you're oh, actually re- playing your game with the vr headset on yeah i was like wow this is really cool i need to do that again i haven't done that in a while um yeah i thought it was cool but yes i loved i like the different camera angles we got um Obviously, I wish I could have seen them when the rain was happening. Um, obviously, I stopped watching like right before the rain, unfortunately. But yeah, I liked I liked the coverage this week. I, this weekend, it was it was it was kind of nice. I liked it. Yeah, they said they had told so many extra camera angles. I think Monaco only has like a certain like I guess set cameras from having it year after year. Um, but I saw this girl. I follow her on TikTok. She's really good. I think she does stuff for ESPN now covering F1. Um, her name's Tony, and she was going into... You probably would actually like following her. She talks about, like, politics and the technology behind stuff in F1. Oh, um, cool, yeah. So she posted... 
what did she post? She posted talking about the camera angles, and she's like, obviously, Monica F1 has practice. They produce 20 shows a year. But like, Monaco has once, one time a year. So this yeah. they have this for the next um, three, three years. F1 TV is having oh, nice. that coverage. So I hope they keep it because it did work. Um, yeah, I liked it. But I know something about it goes along with the TV coverage. Um, <laughs> so obviously, there was actually a lot of overtakes. At Monaco this year. Yes, I mean, yeah. Kevin Magnussen did that double overtake, and I was like, ooh, K-Mag. <laughs> like, I saw where? that, yeah. He was like, dude. <laughs> He's just like, excuse me. Um, I saw there was only one less overtake this year than Baku. Oh, wow. So, okay. So this, I don't know what Twitter account I found this from, but they made this nice little um, graph. Graph, yeah, graph of the past races. Um, one bar is the total number of, um, overtakes, and then the red is the number that have been shown on TV. Oh. So, you, you see, so, like, Miami, apparently there were 60 overtakes. Only 43 were shown on TV. Oh, interesting. So, yes. Um, so, in Monaco, there was a total of 22 overtakes, and they showed 12 on TV. Um, so I'm going to share my screen again, because after that news came out, Oscar Priastri shared a video and said, this is what they didn't, one, they missed on TV. Um, but they totally oh, missed yes. this on TV, and it's sick. <laughs> yeah, um, this is a really good, this is a really good yes. take by Oscar. So yeah, so this, he, this one is like, one, they missed on TV. I forget, I think, who is that, Yuki or Nick DeVries? Uh, Hi, Yuki. They finished Yuki, above yeah. Yeah, I would say they finished ahead of him. Yeah, just right on by. Yeah. Yeah, like, why didn't you show that? <laughs> that's, that's pretty a, good. I mean, that's, a, that's a great overtake by, yeah, like, said Oscar is yeah. a very good driver. So that's that would have been something absolutely to uh, to see. Yeah, but I thought that was interesting that um, they sh- that graphic that shows – I hope I believe they're going to keep updating it because they have all the cities that they've been to so far. Um yeah, I also didn't realize there was that many overtakes in Miami. There was That's 60. a cool. If you if you find that account again, let me uh shoot me that account. So the, yeah, that's that's they cool. tag they tag F data analysis. Um, I know I liked it. It was just easier for me to screenshot and read off of, right? Like, so I had them all in one spot. Um, but yeah, they had a few other ones that I I also saw. So this happened to be from F1 Multiviewer. So they posted. Someone asked them, saying, "Has have there have there been any particular instances of noteworthy team radios disappearing that make people think um, that they, meaning teams or F1, are intentionally reacting?" So people are asking when they go back, team radios that played on the TV broadcast are no longer there. Or oh. like if you go and listen to team radios, like little snippets on like live timing or whatever, they're no longer there. So multiviewer said the one with signs when he was like kind of angry and wanted to go after hamilton he that's no longer there oh interesting if you go back it's not there anymore yeah so people are like why like why are you trying to take it away <laughs> like, yeah, why are you taking it if it happens on live yeah TV, you keep it you know yeah i don't know so um i thought that was interesting but we'll move on to more let me bring back up my um, okay, yes. Yeah. So obviously this happened in um, qualifying. 
that, well, Mercedes one was funny, Lewis Hamilton. He, well, who crashed right before Lewis Hamilton? Was it Hulkenberg? Oh, gosh. Uh, when they, the officials literally just yeah. lifted his car. K-Mag, who crashed right before, go back to that group chat, because we were talking about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, da, 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 da. I think it was a Haas. Or Alex Albon. I think it was Alex Albon. Or four marshals just picked up that car like it was nothing. Why am I shocked by this? Blah, blah, blah. We don't say what car it was, don't we? No, it just says, it says, I was waiting for them to do the same to Hamilton, but his looks wedged in the wall. And then it's just okay, a picture but... of the Red Bull car being picked up. Who's crashed right before Hamilton? Because I tweeted like this, something to the... Because literally the... Um... Oh, it was Alex Albon, because he didn't come back out in FP3 until, like, the very end, like, with 10 minutes to go. Or oh, FP2, yeah, because right. he crashed. It was Alex Albon. So, yeah, they just lifted his car, and then Hamilton just... He doesn't really crash-crash, but he, like, gets wedged in, so they can't pick it up. So they take the crane. I mean, that car, first of all, was, like... <laughs> yeah. And rocking... Um, someone was like, I think it was Crofty. They're like, imagine living in those apartment buildings and just looking out and being like, oh, hello. The funnier um, part would have been if Hamilton was still in the car and you're in, like, in your apartment. You're just like, Lewis, Lewis, Lewis Hamilton? <laughs> he probably would. He's like an adrenaline junkie. So he probably yeah. would have stayed in the car. He probably would have um, loved but it. Yes. So it hit Mercedes floor was exposed first. Um, and then. Which I don't get, like, the floors don't look, that's just my untrained eye. The floors just look like the floors, Floors. but I guess I get it. Um, But yes, then Red Bull, when Perez crashed, their car was the next one exposed. And that's when everyone was like, get your cameras out. (laughs) Get your cameras out now, take pictures. For an, for like, like you said, it's the same thing with me. For an untrained eye, it's like, because I looked at the pictures, I was like, they look exactly the same like what is the big deal but i mean f1 like you have to be so secretive about that entire car that it's like any piece of it that gets like out to other Mm -hmm. teams or the public in general like race engineers are gonna be like don't fucking show that well (laughs) people were like adrian knew he's probably sitting in the corner crying because his floor is being exposed to every other team but then so fred besser said they, someone asked him about having a look at the Red Bull floor after Perez crashed. His quote, so good. We don't have to look. We have the photographs. He laughs. We have the pictures. So then someone yeah. put the meme of his face on top of Toto's from last year from Drive to Survive and his hand like this. And this is, I have it. I have it printed out. It's a picture of the Red Bull floor. <laughs> because, I mean, they do. <laughs> it's so, it's, that's a great response, first of all. It's literally just like, oh, we don't have to, we don't have to look at the footage. We took the pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, we took the pictures. There, every team was probably like, we need our photographer that's out there. We need those pictures right now. I mean, yeah. to every, to McLaren, who's getting Red Bull engineers, to Ferrari, who's getting Red Bull engineers, Aston Martin, they're all going to be like, what was, um, <laughs> what's it's that floor look out, like? Yeah, it's going to come out yeah. next year. Um, the Rob, Rob Marshall's like in the McLaren garage and he's like, okay, look at this picture. Now see the piece that we mm-hmm. did here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's what like someone uh, for Hamilton. It didn't make sense because the session was literally over. They could have just got the like pickup truck or the yeah. tow out there and took it, take it away. Perez is a little bit more, but yeah, I thought that was um, funny, but 
Speaking of Perez, he had a disaster of a weekend. We mentioned he it before. He did not have a good weekend at all. No. Um, I mean, him and Max Verstappen could not have started too farther away from each other. No. <laughs> on the starting grade. P1 and I P20. Did see, I did see an article that kind of made me upset, but like also at the same time, it kind of makes sense, where it was like, with Perez's shitty weekend, like kind of seals a deal on the championship because – now, like, obviously, we've talked about it before. Like, mm-hmm. you've had the back and the forth between Verstappen and Perez in, in terms of winning races and everything. But, like, now that Verstappen has a two-race lead, I guess, or, like, a yeah. race lead on Perez and the points, it's, like, shit. Like, and I'm sure Perez is trying to think of a way of, like, all right, I got to I gotta catch back up to him. And, I mean, the only way that you really could do it is by winning Spain. Like you, you yeah. And I mean, if to get back to in the race with Max, yeah. Like, and if I mean, if Red Bull starts having reliability issues all of a sudden out of nowhere, like that's the only way. And like it happens to Max, and he's right back in. Um, I mean, this kind of goes into the next point. Alonso's only twelve points from Perez per second. That's I so. Mean, yeah, per- that's wild. Perez is gonna have to fight for second again. Yeah. In the world, in the world drivers' championship. Yeah, and I mean, Alonso gonna- is. If he gets anything worse than second next week, too, that's bad for Perez. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, he has to finish above Alonso every time. Yeah. And, I mean, you got to think if he's not finishing second, it's Alonso finishing third. You know, unless yeah. there's – unless he's – or if he's not finishing second and Perez is finishing third, it's Alonso finishing second. You know, because yeah. there's not really anybody third- right now that's competing with them like we've talked about so many times. So, it's like – you have to bottom line, you have to have to beat Alonzo wherever wherever that is in the standings. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, his his qualifying was awful, his practice was awful, and then qualifying obviously was awful, and the race just didn't get any better. When they said the when I saw on Twitter that Max lapped him for a second time, I was like, oof. I was like that had to be real bad. Yeah. <laughs> Max was probably like driving by by like Yeah. <laughs> you hey, know Max. Yeah. <laughs> He's such an yeah, no, that was that had to suck. Um, but yeah, moving into Aston Martin, um, we talked about this the other day about how Stroll is going to cost them second in the constructors' championship. He is. I mean, Stroll retired during the race. No, he's compared to compared to Fernando Alonso, he's not good at all. I saw it. I think I saw a thing. I, there's so many things now that have come up that I realize I see on Twitter that are like relevant. And I should start liking and and that's why I keep liking and screenshotting side. now. <laughs> yeah, um, it was a thing, and it was like Lance Stroll is out there really playing bumper cars today, and it's literally mm-hmm. just like hit like a compilation of just like all the contact he made with other drivers, with walls, with all this stuff, and it's like, god damn it, dude! Like, Did come you on. See, have you seen the meme with the car coming out of the parking garage, the like van, and it's just like bouncing off the walls? Have yeah. You ever seen that one? Yes. Someone's yes. like, this was Lance Stroll during Monaco. <laughs> Because he is, he's gonna cost them second in the constructors. And I, someone that's was, I saw someone say like, would Aston Martin get rid of him? I don't know. Were you gonna get rid of your nepo babies, <laughs> nepo no, baby driver? No way. Long as, no. long as Mister Stroll is, yeah, owning, in charge, owning as like that team. There's no way they're getting rid of him. No, there's no way. Um, but yeah, I thought it was also then. Interesting that Fernando Alonso is only twelve points away. I mean, no, that that, that is good. Honestly, 
at this point, I'm I'm doing. I'm the mental, for Fernando Alonso. The mental clearing of its Max Verstappen. Now I'm interested in the battle for second. Sergio. Uh-huh. Sergio. Or, I mean, it's like last Fernando. year. It was Perez and Leclerc. It's gonna be Perez and Alonso. Yeah. And give it to me. Take it all the way to Baku or what's it um, called? Um, the I'm last race of the season. Yeah, thank you. I was like, it's not Baku. Yeah, <laughs> it's not Baku. <laughs> not their Middle Eastern country. Um, but yes, another team that seemed to figure it out this week was McLaren. <laughs> yeah. Just like we kind of took this a little out of order. We showed, yeah, 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 we showed we the did. clip of Piastri a little bit earlier. Yeah. I mean, they both did. They both Pretty did well. good. Maybe it was the maybe it's the deliveries. We'll find out. We'll find it out this week because they're going to have it there. Yeah, they're having it this weekend. Um, But I also think it's important to note. So Zach Brown was not there because he was with the McLaren boys in Indy. And the McLaren boys racing in Indy both crashed out. (laughs) So maybe it's Zach Brown. (laughs) Well, I mean, we kind of already knew this, too. We've shit on Zach Brown a lot. But, (laughs) I mean, no. He's the real villain. I would love to see. I know there's. I will own up to it. There's episodes that we have that we're both openly just shitting on McLaren and how bad they are and everything. But I would love to see an underdog, underdog story. And I'd love to see McLaren mm-hmm. start to figure it out a little bit. You know, get a little confidence. I mean, they have two talented you. drivers. So, yeah. They need to figure and like it I said, out. I don't, think, I don't think we've ever said that Lando and, and Piastri are not talented drivers. You know, it's just oh, they've no. kind of been dealt a shitty hand with you know, Bad the car. team and, and the car and everything. And if somebody wants to bring up the audio transcripts of me calling Lando or Oscar a shitty driver. I'm all ears. I will take that. No, I don't uh, think you ever called him a shitty driver. You just the first race of the season when his steering wheel was broken. Yeah, when his windows that wasn't his fault. Wheel. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't his fault. But <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, they I definitely to, figured it out. I would love to see. Like I said, I would love to see a McLaren kind of resurgence, specifically because of that. Because I know that they're good yeah. drivers. I like them both personally. Um, so do I. Did you so, watch their? Did you watch their post race interview? It's like so no. awkward. <laughs> it's it's what McLaren posts on Instagram. They like give them little mics and they start walk. Like this week, they just started walking like through the motorhome, and it was so awkward. <laughs> they just both their personalities don't match very well, but they seem to be getting along. But yeah, I do. I think they're. Um. But yeah, I would be happy to see them start to perform a little bit better. But let's would see if Zach Brown's going to be here this week. So, Yeah, it would definitely be interesting to see. Um, yeah. Speaking of Indy 500, this is a little side side topic. Did you see the thing with the tire for the Indy 500? Oh, my God, yes. I turned it – I had it on TV because I was – you weren't home. I was, like, flipping through. And I saw – because I saw on Twitter that, like, a tire just went flying into the crowd. And I was like, yeah. into the crowd? But then you see the, it hit that person's car. <laughs> it hit a person's car, and it's like – Oh, well, how do they know it hit their car? Like, maybe somebody in the parking lot, like, bumped it into it? No, you know for a fact that the tire just, like, this is the car. Tire just came mm-hmm. right down on top of it. And it's like, well, I oh, saw, shit. I saw on Twitter, I don't know if it was the person's car, but someone retweeted and went, guys, how do I tell my insurance company about this? Well, yeah. People I mean, were like, people were like, I mean, you have the race commentary. You have the race footage of the tire the just flying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would you um, have to. But did you see? You would absolutely have to show the video of that. But yeah, I just thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was funny. No, but did you see? Speaking of Andy, the cr- that crash, the footage from inside the car. Did you see it? Mm. Mm. It's it's Maybe, scary. I'm, I remember seeing 
the footage of the car of the tire that went flying because I remember seeing the front wheel was like really fucked up. The front left wheel was really fucked yeah. up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's the wheel that goes flying, but it was one of the rear wheels. So you like you don't see anything fly off. But I don't see. I didn't see like a really I, bad. So crash. I think it might be the other car because it's like two that crashed into each other. So I think it might have been the other car. I mean, they also have the halo, but their halo in front also looks to be not like like it looks like a window in a car. Like it also looks yeah. like it's like a shield. So he flips and Uh-oh. is moving. And like the, the guy's visor pops open and then he shuts it. But he I mean he's fully conscious in the mid, like during the crash. It's scary to watch the right. full footage. Go, um but then they also that. Yeah. We're getting off sidetracked with Indy, but I did see people then Abu Dhabi twenty twenty one was trending because of the way Indy ended. Oh. They did a red flag on the last lap. They restarted. And uh-huh. I mean, this is F1 related. Marcus Erickson was gonna win, and then he didn't. The guy came behind him and took right over. So, <laughs> well, yeah, classic. Um, if anyone could let us know, why do Indy 500 when they win? Why do they drink milk? I just would like to know. <laughs> I would not want to drink like an milk. American ra- I thought that was like an American racing thing. That's it. Like, there's just like history know. behind it. It just looks like disgusting. I would not want to drink milk. It's just milk. What do you like? Um, I know, but after sitting in a car like hot, but yes, I mean McLaren boys didn't play with their special helmets. They were both were sick. Um, and the race suits. I also appreciate the way Lando Norris posted his special helmet. Everyone has high quality production videos and photo shoots with their helmets. What's Lando just chilling in his driver's room and that like a. He has the race suit on, and he's doing, like, funny selfies, and that's how he posts the that, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I was like, I All appreciate right, the your, authenticity, Lando. You want yeah, why milk answer? So it says, mm-hmm. this is this is from the American Dairy Association of India, Indiana. All right, <laughs> so this is a pretty reliable source. Oh, because they're – okay. So it says, the tradition started at the Indianapolis 500 by driver Louis Meyer, or Louis Meyer, Simply requesting buttermilk to quench his thirst after the 1936 race. So he, he the man was thirsty Ew. and he wanted milk to quench his thirst. That's he didn't just want milk, he wanted buttermilk. <laughs> yeah, it says um the race winner drinking milk or drenching himself in is one of the many iconic images, blah blah blah. It says the 24th Indy 500 held in 1936. Um was the first to feature the Borg Warner Trophy as the award for the winner. Who knows what that is? Um Trying to look. An opportunistic marking man in the dairy industry saw the footage of the post-race celebration, unaware that it had been, in fact, buttermilk that Mario was chugging, and made inquiries into having indie winners drink milk from there on. So, some guy just asked for milk, and it stuck. That's that's Ew. basically what it is. Summed up to a sentence. There you go. That's short history but, with that one on the Indy yeah, 500. Short history. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have time to get my whole my whole outfit out. Um, no, we went off the script on that one. Um, yeah, but yes, we kind of talked about Carlos Sainz already, but not a lot um, with Ferrari because they also kind of screwed him over. Um, and Ellen didn't call me out on my text message. I was shocked. I was <laughs> he wanted to, to, but <laughs> I was going to. I mean, I literally, a, I'm telling you, it is about time. Text come through. Saw the text come through that you said something about Carlos, and I was going to be like, oh, I should say something about how she hates Carlos. <laughs> and then, like, right as I was about to, like, unlock my phone and start typing it up, 
I had to like go and I was like carrying stuff. So I was like, ah, I gotta put my phone down. Like, it, yeah, I was gonna call you yeah, out on no. it, but. It's because they messed him up. They tried to fake out Alcon like three times and they couldn't get it right. And then what does Hamilton do? Undercut him. Yep. <laughs> it was just, it was just like karma. Um, but yeah, I thought that was, I mean, there was nothing really. I mean, he did finish after Leclerc. I think he was P7. Who, Signs? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, he was P8. P8. He finished yeah, so behind, he was, I. He finished behind Gasly. Was yeah, P7. he was not happy. Um, but yeah, nothing, I don't think that's really weak. Because, I mean, Ferrari's most, their mess up was, what's it called? During qualifying, they had a stellar double stack. Oh, yeah. Um, pit stop. Um, they still hold the fastest pit stop from Baku for the year so far. Um, I also, when it was getting ready to rain in Monaco, that felt like the longest 20 minutes because every radio message that was popping up was like, it's going to rain in this, it's going to rain in this uh-huh, amount of time. Yeah. The rain time is here. The rain time is here. I was like, do you think it's going to rain? <laughs> I so I had watched the highlights today of the race, and that was even like in the highlights. You can see it. like There's like three clips of cars like pull it like driving and there's the audio and the audio the engineers get on the radio and they're like oh hey it's gonna start raining soon and i was like when is it mm-hmm. gonna start raining <laughs> <laughs> literally and that's when they're like it's raining and like it was like raining at the hairpin for a little bit but nowhere else on yeah. the track i was like I, okay somebody, and then all of a sudden on the radio at one point and was like it's raining at like turn three or something or like whatever Something, whatever it was, and I was like, it's only raining at this one turn. I was like, that's got to be really annoying. <laughs> I think it was because they were saying that it was wet, and then they would come out and it was dry, so they would like start skidding. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, then it finally rained, and that was the most exciting like four laps. It was chaos. Um, I mean, that's a that video I put in the little highlight reel I made of I don't know who it is, but he like bumps right into him. I think it was Perez. Um, probably, but don't quote me. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was, I've never seen so many people on Twitter also rooting for rain because they just wanted something. Cause at that point, Max Verstappen was at like 25 second gap. So you needed something to slow down. Yeah. You wanted something to make it a little bit more exciting and everything. Yeah. Um, um but yeah, I wish I, I wish I watched that live, but the highlights did a good job of covering, covering the rain. And I got a good understanding of what was what was happening between everybody deciding to go on inters or stay on the, the mm-hmm. you know regular tires and it's just like I I mean there was a thing too where it was like Max at even one point was like I need to come in and I need to get like intermediates like please like mm-hmm. and they were like all right yeah like come was, on like come get tires. But he had the gap he had a big enough gap that he went in and came back out on for in first. Like yeah. so he knew um, I think at one point it was like, it wasn't raining that hard, but I think it was Perez and like Sargent were the only ones on the wets. So everyone else was on intermediates. Um, but yeah, I mean, no one really, no one crashed crazy. Um, Lance Stroll DNF'd and then K-Mag didn't finish like right at the end, I think, but it was not like any crazy. They just like pulled right off. Um, right. 
Like, there was no red flag, which I'm shocked. I thought there would have been a red flag, but there was not. Um, but moving on to the surprise, he was underrated the entire weekend. Um, surprise pole finisher. Esty Besties on the podium. That's the one gone. <laughs> yeah, but did you see that? Did you see the video? I saw the picture, but oh, was it a video? All I saw was yeah. The so it was the. So there's a whole story behind it. I follow this girl on TikTok. Um, her name's she loves F1. She's a girl I told you about. She has like an F1 themed Airbnb in Arizona, like yes. all this stuff. Yeah. But she posts a lot of like the drivers definitely know who she is now. Um, she was invited to like Red Bulls car launch, all this stuff. So she. S1 Ockham was doing, like, a question and answer on Alpine's TikTok, and someone asked him, where did you get the nickname Esty Bestie? And he was like, I don't know. He's like, someone created it, and I have no clue. So that girl stitched the video on TikTok and did the, it's me, hi, I'm the problem. So then, right. like, next thing you know, he found out who did it. So, like, next thing you know, his, like, TikTok bio said Esty Bestie. Um, yeah, and then he they interview him after the post-race interview, and that's like, he's not on the podium all the time, so he doesn't have, like, post-race interview etiquette or whatever, yeah. but it was still great. He's literally like, Essie Bessie's on the podium, baby! <laughs> it was so good. So she blew up right away, because it was all her. That's what people, um, I mean, older guys say she's ruining the sport because she's bringing in all, like, the fangirls, and that's what someone, um, we follow it, he's like a reporter, and was like, she loves F1, is ruining the sport for others. Meanwhile, you have a driver literally recognizing her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But so she was like, this is going to be my whole personality now. I hope everyone's sick of me. <laughs> that's not real. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That's, yeah. I saw the screenshot and it was kind of something similar where like somebody commented on it and was like, oh, like, I wonder like who let this happen or something. But I was like, oh, that's cool. He's got a nickname like Essie's Besties. Like, all right, like whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was this whole story behind it too. But that's really, yeah. that's really cool. And it, But the fact is that like the question he answered the question like earlier in the week and then she responded to the TikTok and he commented on the TikTok like thanks for the nickname so like it literally all just happened in one this week yeah. and then yeah the fact that he says that on TV so that's, that's um it's funny but yes SD Bessie was on the podium P3 um I was happy he got driver of the day I was like please do not give Max Verstappen or Fernando Alonso driver yeah, of the day why would he not like, I mean we've had the same four podiums you know, yeah. for weeks now. So seeing a little bit of a different person and one that you wouldn't really expect to see on the podium. No. That's great. Yeah. Um, but did you see him knock over the champagne before the podium celebration no. started? He like what? walks up and knocks over the champagne and Max picks it up and it's already starting to overflow. <laughs> That's says I've never that been whole... on the podium before jitters. <laughs> like Yeah, that well he did win a race like years ago, I think. Well, yeah, I think he won first. Yeah, since then. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's what. And then Fernand, there's a picture of Fernando Alonso when they're like standing there taking the group photo. Fernando Alonso has his one foot on P1. People are like, he's coming for Max. You better watch out. <laughs> I saw that, and I saw there was like a bunch of things on Formula Dank that were like, this man's like, this man's going crazy. Like he's coming for Max. Like all this he's stuff. He's planning. And then, he's scheming. Alonzo posted the picture on his Instagram story, I think, with the like purple devil horns like yeah. emoji. <laughs> Somebody took a screenshot of it, posted it in Formula Dank, and he was like, <laughs> Fernando Alonso absolutely scrolls this sub. Like at like is absolutely I, in here and sees all of us just like calling him out for this. 
this. Yes, whoever is running his social media deserves every award because they are freaking killing it. Mm-hmm. Killing it. Um, well, did you see they continued? We really got sidetracked off of Esteban Ocon. Sorry, Esteban. Um, I wanted to go back to him. I will. I have another point. Did you see the – I was in the video last week of him smelling the flowers. Yes. Or from two weeks ago. So they yes. posted on I TikTok. Know this is going to, yep. <laughs> they posted on TikTok, on TikTok to Flowers by Marley Cyrus, and he's watering the flowers around he's the watering. Yep. <laughs> his, I was like, whatever, kind of just going off what you said, his social media team has such a good killing it. feeling on the pulse of social media right now are mm-hmm. surrounding Fernando Alonso and are just like, hey, the internet thinks that you really love flowers right now. This is what we're doing. We're going to make you, we're going to have a video of you watering flowers. In the flowers. To the song called Flowers by Miley Cyrus. And Mm -hmm. it's like, this is going to kill. And like, people just love it. People are eating the shit up. It's decisions with him right now worked out. I think his move to uh, Aston Martin is working out for him. And his social media team worked out for him. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, But yes, back to best one, S1 Archon. Did you see, so obviously Tom Holland was there. Invited yeah. by Red Bull, and then asked who he was supporting. He says Lewis Hamilton always. Lewis Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton. Fellow Brits Go. supporting each other. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so there's a video that came out. He was talking to Esteban before the race, so people were like, "Tom Holland gave him the good luck." Um, but I mean, you've seen he's done special helmets before in the past with like Spider Man. Last year for the Secret Santa, he got like a Spider Man comic book. So I was like, and then he, there was a selfie with him and Tom Holland later, like after the race, and I was like, you know, he was. Freaking Freak, out! Yeah, he's geeking out about <laughs> he's it. He's geeking. Yeah, I mean, he might be like you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you just know. Uh, yeah, but that was that's my knock on. He deserved driver of the day. He was my yeah. driver of the day. Um, and that was pretty much it. Um, that's a good. Yeah, that was. So I mean, we, that's a lot. That's a lot. A lot happened at Monaco. A lot did happen in Monaco. Compared to the last few weeks, we've had literally the most boring races in the world. Yeah. So, I'll take it. Um, but yes, yeah, so moving on Spain. to Spain predictions. Um, let me pull up. So, obviously, it's the Spanish Grand Prix. Um, home race of Fernando Alonso and Carlos Sainz. Everyone knows I love Carlos Sainz. Um, schedule for the weekend. June 2nd, practice, it's all the same time since last week. Um, June 2nd, practice 1, 7.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. Practice 2, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. June 3rd, practice 3, 6.30 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. Qualifying 10 to 11 a.m. And then the race is at 9 a.m. on June 4th. Um, It's 66 laps with 14 turns. So, two DRS zones. And this year's track is different because they took the chicane out of between 14 and 13. So yes. that's now a straight. Um, I don't know the weather yet. I'm going to wait. Um, it's just almost three miles long. It's 2.89 miles long. Um, and because the track's different, there's no fastest, there's no lap record. Um, the website says nothing. Nothing, yeah. Um, but the past two winners last year was Max, and then the year before was Lewis. Um, but yes. But yeah, they took out the chicane. Um, where I saw a why it sounds like are you looking for something? Yeah, because I have some stuff about people bringing upgrades, so I went through um, that before we made our predictions. I saw a thing again from Formula Dank. This is honestly just where I get all my F1 news. 
um, that it was Fernando Alonso is the only person who has driven the Spain track with this configuration with no chicane. So he might have that like built in muscle memory of like, Oh my God. He knows where he can like send it and not send it and stuff like that. Obviously it's one chicane that got removed. So like the track is pretty much identical for that one small yeah. part, but who knows that one small part might come in like might come in handy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, cause I was looking at, I read Mark's article today about the storylines for the week. And obviously Fernando's the biggest one. Um, but I don't think he put that in there. Interesting. Yeah. Good to know. Um, but I was oh, before I our, I knew something. Prediction. Mark sorry. That's, well, <laughs> I won't go that far. Sorry, Mark. If you're listening to this, sorry. <laughs> Not that you didn't. Gonna, you just didn't. You just didn't put in your call you out. I'm gonna get ridiculed um, for that one now. Yeah, you are. Uh, what's it called? So, there's upgrades coming. Ferrari is bringing a major upgrade package to Barcelona, um, but no new front suspension. So the SF23 will have a completely revised floor and visible changes to the bodywork. Um, Ferrari floor. aims. Ferrari aims to get not only one. Only more downforce, but also more consistency in the car. Um, so obviously right. that. But I, I saw notes after last weekend, after this past weekend, that the technical team is hanging on by a thread. Their confidence is hanging on by a thread. And if anything goes wrong this weekend, I think the morale of the team is going to be literally in the dumps, like in the dirt, buried. That does like not. That does not surprise me if they are no, down in the dumps like that. I even there was a poster. It was a post-race interview with Leclerc, and even his words, I was like, oh my god, he's, I was like, he's lost hope. I was like, and that's the one man that was never going to lose hope, but you know yeah. he's like, this season's over, we're not going to do anything. Um, I mean, Monica was their best chance of getting pole and winning the whole thing, but it didn't work out. And then, Red Bull apparently will complete upgrades ahead of the Spanish Grand Prix this weekend. Helmut mm. Marco is quoted saying, we're going to try something new in Barcelona. I'm sorry, what else do you need new? <laughs> I... Great. They I literally watch... posted. I don't want to watch Red Bull the... anymore, but now I have a reason to watch Red Bull again this weekend. Yeah. So wait, the Twitter account that I was talking about right? earlier, the one that, with the graphic I was talking about earlier, it's yes. we follow them. It's anything F one underscore. They're the ones that tweeted this up. Yes. Got it. Um, but th- th- with that news, they tweeted the gif of Michael Scott with the everybody stay calm because what else do they need to bring? Yeah. I mean. Two ways. Two ways this could go, right? It's either gonna go in Red Bull fashion for the rest of the season. It's gonna make the car faster. It's gonna make them more dominant. They're gonna be perfect in every sense and win, which is what we're used to. Or it's gonna go the route that all the other teams have been taking so far with their upgrades, and it's gonna break something. And Mm -hmm. I hope it breaks something. Who knows what might happen? You know, I, I have a feeling that it's going to go Red Bull's way and just, yeah. like, be perfect and work and everything's hunky-dory and we're good to go, you know? But who knows? I feel like Aston Martin's bringing more, too, because of because there was no Imola. Obviously, no one was bringing upgrades to Monaco. Like, why would you bring upgrades to Monaco? Yeah. So I feel like Aston Martin might be. Um, but, yeah, they're the ones I can see with upgrades right now. So... Um, oh my god, I didn't give a moment to praise the white 
And red free suit for Ferrari, for Charlotte Claire. Oh, that's... Well, because Carlos has a special one this week. They already released it. People say he looks like a McDonald's worker. <laughs> that is hilarious. I mean, Charlotte Claire's literally was... I was obsessed. It was I mean, isn't, beautiful. Isn't Spain's flag primarily red and yellow? Yes, but there's like black in there too. Like at one point, it's like... It looks like there's an apron... It looks like there's an apron at one point on the... Hold on. I'm going to their Twitter. I'm going to share the screen. Oh, they already put it out? Yes. For some reason, they didn't do that for LeClaire. Well, remember, they Oh, I think Carlos. A, hate LeClaire, just like you hate signs. That's... And they should not hate LeClaire. That's all I have to say. Um, that man is their lord and savior. Okay, this is all you can see at the moment. Share a screen. Twitter. Share that screen. Share that screen. Oh, that doesn't look bad. Yeah, but no, if you look at the... So you, can you see the black? People are saying that looks yeah. like an apron. <laughs> I could definitely see how that... Yes, I can definitely see that. But... Yeah. that's And then yeah, he's wearing special thinking, shoes. I was thinking a lot more, like, yellow involved. That, to me, looks more like the flash than it does a mcdonald's worker you know you got it looks like they're normal like the yellow highlights yeah if yeah if anything it looks like their normal suit just a little a little different i mean the claire's was a far cry from the normal suit but obviously yeah. his colors are um but yeah i was so close to buying that special hat i'm still that close to buying the special hat um it was so nice it was so nice um but yes so i don't know if there's anything else no, we got to do our predictions. I know, but I didn't know if there was any other. Uh, no. Okay. So yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't hear any other upgrades. I didn't either. Okay. Quality predictions. Quality predictions. You can. Go. Yeah, you can go. We're gonna be the same this week. For Stappen, Alonzo Perez. Oh, okay. We're not gonna be the same. Um, this is quality, right? Is that your quality? Or that's, is that that's my quality. Everything. That's my quality. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Verstappen, Alonzo, Perez. I'm going to go Alonzo, Verstappen, Leclerc. Because oh. Leclerc, remember last year, Leclerc pulled out that pole lap last year. Like He cleared Verstappen of like five tenths. That's, that's and the right. only reason Verstappen won is because he had to retire Leclerc during this GP last year. So, that's right. Yeah. Alonzo, Verstappen, Perez. I mean, Leclerc. Okay, Grace. Leclerc. Okay. Um, Verstappen, Alonzo, Leclerc. Oh! That's what I'm going with. Okay. Yeah, I'm keeping my quality for the race. I think Fernando Alonso could maybe do it. In his hometown race, I think he's going for that 33rd win. That'd be nice. I think he's that'd doing be, it. Yeah. That'd be really nice if he could do it. Especially, like you said, hometown race. Mm-hmm. He's Come finally in a car that's though. capable. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would like to see it. I think it'll be interesting. Um, I'm thinking driver of the day. You don't have to pick one. I'm just I was just thinking. Oh no. Um I have one. It's kind of a stretch, but I have one. I Lando Norris. 
Oh, we're going for the same team. I'm going to say Oscar Preastri. Oh, I was going to pick him too. (laughs) I think the confidence after finishing Monaco, I think they have some upgrades. I'm pretty sure that's coming. So, yeah. Delivery, we get it special one more week. Yeah, I think. I like it. Zach Brown, stay away. Stay away. Stay away. I mean, if all else fails. If he comes back, right, and they do hard. And they crash. He can never be allowed back. Do like the board of like McLaren like say to him like, "Hey, you can still be on this team, but you got to pull like a Brad Pitt like Moneyball situation where like you can't you can't be at the games, you know? Like yeah, or like, like what's this? Doesn't watch those games in the movies, so like, no. around, you can't be here, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no. I if he comes back and they both like DNF, yeah, he's not allowed back. Yeah, he's not allowed. Um, but yeah, okay, cool. Um, cool. Oh, I know it would. I'm not doing it. I was going to talk about how it was on um, driver's doppelgangers were at Monaco between Noah Schnapp and Tom Holland, but ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of celebrities at the Monaco race too. But well, I was saying the Cannes Film Festival is like down the street, so they all yeah. just take the boat up. Um, but yes, so that was it. I think. Um, you want to do the ending? You I'll close do the it ending. Out? Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything else. You got anything else? No. Mm-mm. All right. Let's hope Fernando wins it all. Fernando. Um, all right. Well, cool. Thank you for listening to this episode of the F1 Underground Podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this episode or our other episodes, please give us a follow at Underground F1 on Instagram and at Underground at underscore F1 on Twitter. Um, if you're watching in the video format, you saw in the banner below, it had the social handles there too. Um, free of any mistakes as well. So you get the good <laughs> yeah, I was mistake, free ver- mistake free version of our social handles. Um, yes. If you have any questions for us, um, you want us to talk about anything on the podcast, please, please, please shoot us an email at the underground F1 pod at gmail.com. Again, that's underground F1 pod at gmail.com. Um, we would love to hear from anybody who listens to the show, anything you guys want us to talk about. I will t- happily take any topics for history with Owen. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. So please. Yeah, please shoot us an email if you're interested. Um, please also leave us a review on the show wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, really helps the show grow, reach new people. Um, you know, kind of like all the other shows on our network and everything, we're trying to take this thing as high as we can. Um, so, speaking of our under shows, our other shows and network, um, please give us a follow on our main YouTube page for the Underground Network. Um, it's at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Um, all caps for the, the main words. Um, uh, as of this recording right now, we currently sit at 508 followers and are hoping to reach 600 by the end of June. Um, we beat our goal of 500 followers or 500 subscribers actually uh, by Memorial Day weekend. I think we were three or four days ahead. Um, so that yeah, really I cool. think that Kyle. Really- I think Kyle went live last week after we recorded. Yeah, and um, they got to 500. So that was really cool to see. Um, and you get all video format shows, all full video format episodes of our other shows on that network. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all great times to watch and everything. And if you have any interest in anything, you know, Philadelphia sports, college lacrosse, golf, all that stuff, um, you get all of our shows there. Um, so please go give that page a follow. Uh, and, yeah, we will tune in, uh, tune in next week following Spain. See you later. Yeah, and history with Owen. So, history with <laughs> see Owen. you next week. <laughs> Lights out and away we go.